If I asked you to name the most famous words ever spoken on earth, you'd struggle. Was it something that Abraham Lincoln said? Or Jesus? Or that thing about having a dream? I have a dream. It's not an easy task. But if I asked you to name the most famous words ever spoken on the moon, you'd know in an instant. Or as we say, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. The first word spoken by the first man who stepped on the moon, Neil Armstrong. But these weren't the first words spoken on the moon. And more than that, Neil got it wrong. I'm Adam and this is Culture Bites, a 10 minute bite into the apple of culture. The moon landing in July 1969 was the conclusion of a decade of space rivalry between the world's two great powers, the USA and the Soviet Union. Each superpower wanted to prove their strength, their technology and their role as man's representative beyond Earth, a kind of ambassador for the galaxy. And it was the Russians who got the head start, blasting off first with a satellite in October 1957 called Sputnik 1. Soon after, they shot a dog called Laika into space in a spaceship. Poor Laika died after a few hours, an early victim of the space race. It wasn't until 2002 that the Russians told the world the truth about her. On the 12th of April, 1961, the Russians did it again, sending Yuri Gagarin up in a spacecraft, the first human in space orbiting around the Earth at 17.5 thousand miles per hour. The Russians also have a recording of their most famous spaceman on his adventure. Did you get it? That's Hoyekali. Let's go. A month later, the Americans caught up, sending an astronaut called Alan Shepard into space. But at this stage, it was all Russia. The US President John F. Kennedy began to think about the Soviets' improvements and decided that America had to step up the game. He said to Congress in 1961, I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to Earth. It was a plan of incredible ambition, something he hoped would unite the world as a human race and also make everyone marvel at America's brilliance. A year later, JFK made the famous speech in a sports stadium. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. But Kennedy would die in 1963, shot in an open-top car in Dallas, Texas. It was up to Lyndon B. Johnson and Richard Nixon to finish the job. America's space program was called Apollo, named after the Greek god of light, music, and the sun. The first mission was called, sensibly enough, Apollo 1. But in 1967, before ever flying, the three astronauts of Apollo 1 died in a fire during tests. The tragedy led the American people to ask, is this too dangerous? Should we quit before more lives are lost? But they pushed on, and two years later, Apollo 11 sent three people to the moon, and two of them went out for a walk. And the first word spoken there, everybody knows. Hello? 
all right? I can hear you, but I can't see you. Yeah, I'm here. I can hear you. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Yeah, um, what's the first word spoken on the moon? Adam, that's a hell of a lot of pressure. Okay, first words by humans spoken on the moon that we know about. One step for man. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I think that was one small step for man and one giant leap for mankind. It's something like first step for man, something step for humanity. A giant leap for mankind. Very good. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Oh, but I'm a little nervous and I'm going to sound like an idiot for not remembering that because I heard that quote so many times as a kid. Well, almost everyone knows it. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Actually, the first words spoken on the moon were not Neil's small step, giant leap line, but contact light, spoken by Armstrong's astronaut friend, Buzz Aldrin, at the exact moment when their spaceship touched the moon. But that was kind of a technical phrase, not the most inspirational thing to hear at this most inspirational moment. So the honour was given to Neil Armstrong, whose left boot touched the moon at 2.56 Earth time, July 21, 1969. He said those timeless words to 530 million people all over the world. And if you go to China and you're a man, you might find a version in the public toilet. There's often a sign encouraging men to step forward a little, and in the name of civilization, don't piss on the floor. Indeed, there must be a thousand one small steps for man in a thousand languages spanning the earth. So famous and meaningful the words have become for us. How about a little Spanish and French. Es un pequeño paso para el hombre, pero un gran salto para la humanidad. C'est un petit pas pour l'homme, mais un pas de géant pour l'humanité. A long time after coming back to Earth, Armstrong told reporters that he thought of the words during the flight, but others disagree. Armstrong also denied that he had said it wrong, at least at first. Because here's the thing, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, doesn't make sense. In English, man means mankind, or humans, or the human race, or humanity. If you want to talk about a man, you need to say a man. That a makes all the difference. At first, Armstrong said that he didn't screw it up, and that radio interference blocked out the a. But if you listen, it's hard to believe him. His heartbeat was going 100 to 150 beats per minute just before he landed. So I wouldn't blame the guy for getting it a little wrong. More recently, some audio geeks have come to the aid of Armstrong, saying that if the technology was better, then we'd all have heard the uh. But I'm still not convinced. Meanwhile, on the moon, Armstrong and Aldrin had bigger issues to deal with. They had to plant a flag and go for a walk or a bounce to a nearby crater all without dying. Then, just two hours, 31 minutes and 40 seconds after landing, the two moonwalkers rocketed up to their friend waiting in space, a man called Michael Collins, who didn't land on the moon and whose name no one remembers. They shot back to Earth heroes. Humans had achieved what would have been unimaginable not long before. And even more importantly, 
they'd wipe the floor with those cheeky Soviets. Armstrong later said, I would hope that history would grant me the leeway for dropping the syllable and understand that it was certainly intended, even if it was not said, although it might have been. Either way, it must have been really annoying to have people obsess on this little uh. I mean, he went to the moon. What more can we ask of a guy? Culture Bites was written and made by me, Adam Hutchings, with special guest Neil Armstrong. Thank you, Neil. Thanks also to friends in China and elsewhere who gave their voices to this episode, especially Stephanie Fuccio for her wisdom and enthusiasm and her many podcasts about expats and language. Go to stephfuccio.weebly.com to find her stuff.